0: Welcome to the iLeaps Early Careers podcast, where we explore scientific research related to the biosphere and the atmosphere, and share the personal experiences of our early careers scientists as they navigate their way through academia. Our podcast today forms part of a series which coincides with the iLeaps conference during March 2021, and in which we hope to introduce you to some of the Scientific Steering Committee members and also the Early Career Scientist Network Committee members, and through which we hope you learn more about the aims and motivation behind iLeaps. So on today's podcast um, for iLeaps, we're talking to Dr. Zhuang Hong Meng, who is a scientist in the Northwest Institute of Eco Environment and Resources at the Chinese Academy of Science in Northwest China. So welcome to the show, uh, Zhuang Hong. Thank you. Um, so I believe that you've prepared um, some answers already to the questions. So my first question is, um, could you please tell us a little bit about what inspired you to become a scientist, please?
1: Uh, sure. So I think um, it uh, began from when I was doing my master and my PhD degree. So at that time, uh, when I was just, uh, you know, touch with the uh, science, uh, I used uh, the uh, field observations, remote sensing and uh, uh, numeric, uh, numerical simulation uh, to to uh, investigate the land-atmospheric interaction. Um, uh on the uh, oasis uh, desert system so you know uh because the oasis is cold and white um core um comparing with the surrounding desert uh so when i um i i was uh when i was in the university i learned about how the uh, you know the mesoscale scale uh, circulation uh, triggered um uh, because of the uh, the thermal forcing differences so when I use the observations the remote sensing and the, the numeric simulation uh, I uh, I saw this kind of circulation for example it's like a, a, a scheme or a, a framework thing it's so exciting about this so I, I think this this is a, a, amazing so at that time I Um. um, um, I think that inspired me or encouraged me to become a scientist. Uh, Brilliant. Yeah,
0: thank you. So can you tell us a little bit about your career path then? So what universities you may have gone to and and the training experiences that uh, you've had so far that's led to your role currently?
1: Uh, Yeah. Uh, so after getting uh, getting my PhD degree, and I work in the institute where I I uh, now I'm working in, and uh, so during two thousand nine to two thousand eleven, I went to Australia to do a postdoc position in a uh, University of New South Wales. So um, and there. I did uh, the similar work. I used the um, numeric simulation with remote sensing to study uh, the land-atmosphere interaction uh, during a very extreme drought. So I saw that um, the land conditions responded to the the drought and then react to the drought when it uh, continued. Uh, so uh, I, I think at that time I was supervised by two professors. So one is uh, major in uh, climate change, another major in remote sensing. So I, I think I learned a lot from both of them. And also, uh, you know, I I learned much about how important the land-atmosphere interaction is and how interesting it is. So I began to uh, to look at um, uh, the land atmosphere interaction globally, and I find uh, the Tibetan Plateau is quite an interesting place because it, you know the processes of the land atmosphere interaction is quite complete. Uh, I mean, it's particularly complicated in this region uh so i I think the experience for me is quite important is um, to learn much and try to find uh, you know more about what you think about and try to uh, think about it more and another is i think um, it is important to uh, to get uh
0: international will to do your research thanks thank you um so that's really cool thanks uh, yuan hong so what things do you, did you learn do you think during your career at you know where you are now and as a postdoc and in your phd what through that process what advice would you give to early career uh, researchers that might be looking to do sort of similar research to you what what advice would you give to them um
1: yeah so i think first of all and um, so, um, like uh, being an early career scientist, I think to read more, learn more, and uh, work hard is quite important. Uh, and another thing is, um, so the early, uh, as an early career scientist, it is important to summarize, um, you, you know, uh, the research work people had done and or uh, what uh, the scientists uh, done and um, because uh, a, a a good summary is a good start for the you know the the development of your uh, career so i think this is quite important
0: yeah yeah definitely it's really important to have a good foundation on which to build that, yeah. that makes sense to me that's really good thank you so you're um currently uh a member of the ILEAP's Scientific Steering Committee. Um, so could you tell me a little bit more about maybe why you joined ILEAPS and uh, about your role within the committee, please? Uh,
1: yeah. So I've, I always said, um, I, I think international collaboration is quite important. And especially, I mean, there are lots of, uh, you know, the land-atmosphere interaction-related uh, research uh, globally, and especially um, where I was in northwest of China, which is a uh, uh, arid semi-arid region, uh, and uh, the land surface is quite sensitive to climate change, and it's, especially for the Tibetan Plateau region. Uh, so that's why uh, I would like to join the ILS SSC. Uh, I um, I think I I can be a representative of uh, Asian regions and also a very sensitive regions with uh, uh, very arid and semi-arid and uh, high um, altitude or cold climate regions. So uh, um, I think as an ALIPS SSC member, uh, I, I, I'm I representative as Asian um, and cold and arid regions. Uh,
0: yeah. yeah. That's really cool. Thank you. Yeah. And so you talk about, I mean, arid regions and semi-arid environments are really super interesting. And um, I know that you are co-convening a session for the ILEAPS conference during March 2021, which is coming up soon. So could you please tell us a little bit more about that session perhaps, or maybe a little bit more about the research behind it or, or what, you know, how you... Show speakers, or what was your motivation for proposing the session uh, in the first place? Yeah, sure. Uh,
1: so I think uh, this section is net atmospheric interaction in cold and arid regions. Uh, so we know um, the cold uh, arid regions, such as the Arctic, the Tibetan Plateau, they have um, a larger warming rate than the global average, which is quite sensitive to the global warming. And um, for example, in this region, when uh, when, uh, during the climate warming, uh, we see uh, uh, expansion of the, um, I mean, the aridity or, or like the uh, very sensitive response of ecology and climate of the high altitude or regions to the cl- climate warming. And it uh, resulted in a lot of uh, environment and uh, uh, e- ecological problem. Um, and uh, so uh, that's why I think it's quite important to, uh, to do a, a, a session um, for this arid and semi-arid environment uh, and uh, particularly for this uh session um when i was uh, i visited uh, the uh, the uh, ceh cent- uh, in uk uh, so i met some very uh, very good uh, perfect uh, scientists and they did the Tibetan plateau region the land-atmosphere interaction work. And I also know some of the Chinese guys uh, doing a great job in the land-atmosphere interaction on the Tibetan Black region. So I try to connect with them to talk about this section. So uh they they're, they they're very happy to give us a talk. So I think it's a good opportunity to connect the Chinese uh scientists with the UK scientists, uh they all doing the Tibetan Plateau things, focus on the land atmosphere interactions. Uh and I think there are some observations on the Tibetan Plateau region that people May not know them very well globally, so I think it's also a good opportunity to welcome uh, the scientists all over the world to join in the, I mean, the cold region or high uh, altitude regions uh, land atmosphere interaction.
0: Yeah. Yeah, thank you. That. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to, to listening to the session yeah. um, and learning more because I, I didn't really know much about uh, sort of arid so it's been great. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, um and finally then, Hong. Um, so what other topics do you think might be important for the future in sort of biosphere, atmosphere, science? What, what do you think, all the topics do you think we should uh, maybe focus on?
1: Uh, yeah, so I think um, I need mean, as part of the, the future Earth. So it's, I mean, um, aims of the, um, I mean, the Earth's future. So I think one of the important is the global warming thing. Uh, so according to the future Earth's uh, twenty twenty ten insights, I think the permafrost uh, melting is quite a big problem. As uh, they mentioned, uh, there are some. There is investigations revealed that uh, the permafrost melting will be accelerated, especially because of the melting ice and some other, you know, processes um, coexisting or co-influence. So uh, and also we know that the uh, the. Uh, the emission from the permafrost is is quite um, I mean it's quite large. So um, this is this is gonna be a very important problem um, as the permafrost region over the world is quite larger part of the land. Um, um, and also I, I mean the uh, uh, in the ocean. And um, so I think this is um, a specific and focus maybe we uh, for eyelids we can focus on another thing i i i I'm always thinking about the human as a part of the biosphere, so we can see from the um, the research the, the studies that the um, animals or the vegetation they can at all adopt the climate warming, but as human i think we i i I'm not sure we think about more. How to people to adapt to the climate warming, but uh, as um, as a, you know, as a biosphere, I think um, humans should uh, think about how to adopt the environment, to respect the environment and adopt it. So I think eyelids can do this kind of you know the the collaboration or the and the things and. Um, in to to um how to say to um, together the more um, i mean more people or more scientists to, to join in this kind of, um, of work um so I think that's all thank you
0: yeah thank you no that's really great and um yeah definitely that i think the two kind of topics you really focused on, I think the um, permafrost is really interesting. And and now we've got this uh, again, you know, the continued increase in methane. It's, it's really yeah, really important area to study. Yeah. So, um, yeah, thank, thank you. you. So that's that's the end of our ILEAPS uh, um, podcast today. So thank you for talking to us. Uh, thank you, Gemma. Thanks for your time. Thank you. Thank you very much. So that concludes today's podcast. Thanks for listening. And just to say, if you want to learn more about iLeaps, please go to our website, iLeaps.org, where you'll find a link to our Early Careers website, or you can follow us on Twitter at iLeaps underscore ECSN or our Facebook page. Thanks.